0: Hello and welcome to CM Conversations. I'm today's host, Will Brotbank, and my role at CM Industrial is to specialise in the recruitment for the global flow control and rotating equipment industry. Right now, pumps account for 10% of the world's energy consumption, which is a lot for a single industry. And with an increasing population and growing infrastructure, the number of pumps is only going up. So if we don't want to drain the world's energy sources, then it's vital that we make our pumps more energy efficient and sustainable. In this CM Conversations episode, I discuss this with John Anders, who's Managing Director of Emeka Pumps, which is a Spanish pumps manufacturer that works with its clients to achieve more sustainable solutions. I hope you enjoy listening to our discussion. Hi, John. Thanks uh, very much for taking the time to speak with me today. Um, How are things over in Spain?
1: Uh, Hi, Bill. Thank you very much. Uh, So here in Spain... Yeah, we are good. Uh, I think as the rest of the Europe uh, fighting every day against this pandemic situation. But uh, yeah, we would say that uh, we are OK and, and ready to keep, to keep uh, going on.
0: Good, good. Excellent. Um, well, John, I think just before we uh, start to discuss in a bit more depth, I think it'd be good for the listeners to understand a little bit more about yourself, uh, a little bit more about your background.
1: Yeah. Uh, so first of all, I'm, I'm a mechanical engineer. Uh, with a master degree in uh, lean manufacturing based production plant. Um, I have started my career on automotive industry as, as product engineer, uh, then moving, moving forward uh, to renewables uh, energy sectors, uh, where I was uh, developing uh, from zero different uh, businesses, always related with uh, steel structure for uh, both uh, PV, Photovoltaic and concentrated solar power, and that was uh, before joining to my current company, Emika Pumps. Right. Um, nowadays, I am a managing director from Emika Pumps, um, a company uh, with more than 120 years, family-owned company, and founded in Bilbao in uh, 1899. So, yeah, uh, as Emika. Uh, we have been successfully supplying pumps to uh, different uh, sectors like uh, energy or uh, water or, or I would say uh, with different kind of uh, industries uh, for many years and also to more than uh, the 40 countries okay so you can think about our pumps being a part of uh, secondary processes uh, sometimes or even in uh, main processes on our customer facilities. So yeah, as as a company, I think that uh, this uh, long legacy that uh, we have is is giving us some kind of uh, capability uh, to see the the short and the long term with some kind of a special perspective, uh, including this current uh, complex uh, COVID uh, days, right?
0: Thanks for that, John. That's great. And I suppose we could start off um, with your thoughts on what the main challenges are that the pump industry is facing in sustainability as demand increases.
1: Well, um, I think our, our main challenges are essentially some of the, of the current global challenges as well. Um, so we, we have, for example, uh, industrial waste increase uh, and how uh, that waste uh, must be managed. We have also a lack of water as, as climate change uh, go forward. And uh, we also have uh, the energy consumption increase and how that uh, impacts on the, on the climate change uh, based on the CO2 emissions, right? So uh, coming back to the pump of, of focusing on, on pump uh, sector, uh, I think we can start, for example, with the industrial waste, right? If, um, as pump manufacturer, it is in our hand somehow uh, to work on trying to increase the, the equipment's lifetime uh, rather than looking, for example, for kind of planned obsolescence uh, based on short term results, right? Um, I think it is uh, nice to say that the uh, company's strategy must take into consideration uh, sustainable drivers, uh, but uh, at the end of the day, What we really need to do is align our business strategies with uh, those sustainable strategies that uh, can become a profitable business, right? Um, There is no other way to put into the place sustainable actions if uh, if we don't align uh, both drivers, right? Some working lines in this regard, maybe for example, uh, trying to design for optimal customer real process needs rather than optimal isolated based equipment designs, right? Um, This uh, requires pumps manufacturers, for example, to adapt their product and their production lines uh, quite a bit, but also to understand customer needs with a more open mind that just taking into account their their specific pumping needs, right? Um, Then, of course, we need to support uh, our customers uh, to operate and maintain properly the rotator equipment in order to be able to increase lifetime based on, for example, monitoring systems, right? This is something that, uh, that uh, it is also already solved somehow on, on I would say, uh, high-value pumps, but uh, it is already also required to cover on what I would say low-cost uh, pumps or equipment, right? And this is challenging because, of course, it requires low cost monitoring and managing, management systems. Um, and, and that's something that we need to work with, right? Um, I believe this is something that it will come and, and definitely we are uh, in that uh, path, right? Uh, then as, as the lifetime of the pumps comes to the end, uh, we need to, to prepare to be able to remanufacture uh, the equipment instead of asking ourselves how somehow, if we must repair or replace that, right? Um, remanufacturing requires to warranty, as, as you know, the original quality or or even higher one, to allow that pump to start again from zero with a with a designed lifetime, right? And this is something that uh, allow the manufacturers to to upgrade as well the equipment with the with the la- latest uh, state of the art. Uh, while we are promoting, of course, a circular economy and, and reducing somehow industrial costs and, and wastes, right? And, uh, and and finally, uh, talking about the the water um, yeah. water leaks, for example, and uh, water consumption based uh, seals on the on the pumps. Uh, we know that zero water leaks challenge uh, require a lot of work on the, on the whole water distribution system. But we have also something to play here with with uh, with the pumps and with the with the seals, right? So you know, from a proper mechanical seal selection to a double mechanical system implementation or magnetic mechanical seal systems uh, with zero leaks, uh, these are th- kind of things that we can implement in in our pumps, trying to help on this on this uh, zero zero water leaks uh, uh, challenges, right? Of course, all this uh, requires sometimes uh, to assume a, a higher initial investment when you are acquiring some equipment right
0: yeah definitely um and i think as well you know you were mentioning about the remanufacturing um and this idea of of a circular economy now i see many companies in the market using this kind of approach as it you know it seems to be more efficient than consistently you know replacing parts or the pump itself so could you just go into a bit more depth on you know your approach to this circular economy, um, and, and maybe what Amica are doing.
1: Okay, uh, well, first remanufacturing process uh, avoid uh, due to produce somehow new parts that uh, can be just uh, be working for many additional years. Uh, applying or adding some remanufacturing process to your to your activity, right? Uh, this this could avoid replacing the pump uh, at all. Uh, this uh, helped you to, to get uh, a new uh, a equipment with a new lifetime uh, at a moderated cost, uh, also with a short lead time. And uh, as we see in Amica, the remanufacturing process is also a great opportunity uh, to upgrade uh, the equipment with the, with the last technology available, right? So, as Amica. We are continuously trying to develop uh, some added value uh, functionalities, uh, and not always uh, not just thinking on, on implementing on the new equipment, but uh, ready to adapt to existing ones, right? So um, at the end of the day, if we see a, a pump repairing process as the cheapest way to restore a customer process, we will not be in the, in the, in the, in the correct page, right? Uh, we must see the, the initial cost plus operational cost, including, of course, spare parts, repairs, or production stops that may occur with, with that equipment, right? And that cost must be compared, again, the real lifetime, right, before replacing the pump. So uh, definitely with the remanufacturing processes, we are uh, adding additional lifetimes, uh, but also being able to add uh, an added value uh, not increasing the, the the initial cost and um, and making the process more more efficient, right?
0: Okay. So, how do you think you know COVID uh, has impacted the industry globally, but but more importantly in Spain?
1: Well, uh, well, first of all, the the COVID uh, crisis uh, has been for first of all a global crisis, and for all of us was. Uh, I would say something new, right? Because uh, some characteristic of the crisis was already known from uh, previous experiences, right? Uh, we can, uh, we we have suffered a lower activity in general, so some re- some requests, as, as always, to adapt our uh, structural cost to the to the market demands and so on. But uh, this this uh, this um, crisis. Has also some kind of a special or specific uh, characteristic, right? That it was quite unknown for all of us, right? Uh, first of all, um, well, it was global, and that's what and that's something important. But it was also more critical to see the the sanitary uncertainty, right? That was affecting from a personal point of view on all of us individually in a different ways, of course, but also uh, overall in a different. Uh, decision takers in the in the global supply chain right So uh, as any uh, crisis uh, and uh, we have seen that how the, the uh, market demand was uh, falling down in this in this case very quickly. So we all try to adapt to that but we we have really uh, seen uh, during many uh, months last year uh, how uh, every company, every people was thinking, how to react to that, right? So we see uh, last year the the industry uh, decreasing their activity, of course, but also in many times with lots of doubts about how to react to that situation, right? I'm talking about, as an example, uh, you can imagine that with uh, the market demand coming down, you can imagine a company, a big industry, slowing down the, the new investments, but we have also seen how uh, those big industry were also delaying small expenses. For example, uh, pump uh, remanufacturing or spare parts. Um, small expenses were even under question, right, because of this kind of global uncertainty. Uh, now, for uh, uh, in in the in the good way, and now with the machines coming in, maybe not so fast as, as expected, especially here in Europe. We have seen already the, a reaction on the market. We see the, the industry recovering, but uh, uh, here in Spain, we still see that, uh, that we will need uh, at least this year to see the, the industry back on the on the same activity levels so of the 2019, okay? And uh, in the meantime, uh, ASEMICA, uh, again, we, we can try to move on this global market Uh, we can see also other other countries suffering to recover the activity Uh, but uh, we we can also say that we have found a way uh, to let's say replace some kind of uh, standard activities in our own uh, coming from industry uh, requests to uh, some kind of other uh, projects uh, with maybe in some cases even with more uh, added value with more higher technical specifications that somehow were uh, not a stop right and if you see the, the global uh, world and you can always find opportunities there uh the challenge was uh, to connect to those leads to those opportunities right it was very difficult for us uh, and still it is uh to travel and to move so you know you know uh, with the with the new technology not the new technologies with with known technologies but now, uh, with a, a new way to communicate between, uh, between us, I think, um, at least in, in Amica, we were able uh, to find uh, those alternative um, projects that was helping us to, to replace uh, the, the industry demand uh, down. right, Which, uh, as I told you, at least uh, here in South Europe, I hope it will be recovered already by by next year. And hopefully a little bit earlier. We'll see. I mean, uh, last month um, here in Spain, we have seen we, we, are, we have seen very optimistically the the machine process, and I think this is going to be something important again to to help all of us to to go back to a more comfortable situation uh, again for the companies, but also for people and decision takers to be able to say, okay, uh, this is already uh, known. Uh, we know that the COVID will still be here for for some years at least, but we know how to manage it and and we need to now to to reactivate many of our ideas that were somehow in, in, a, in, a, in a corner in the last months, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Um, well it's it's certainly an, an innovative industry, so hopefully we can see some kind of normality soon and see the the pump industry grow like it was previously.
1: Yeah, I, hopefully, yes. And, and I am really, really optimistic. I see that uh, we are being able to to uh, cover from uh, last year's situation. And uh, yeah, and I am optimistic, yes.
0: Good, excellent. Leading on from this, um, I think one of the questions that I'm really keen to find out a bit more as well as the listeners is, how can we justify to, let's say, clients or end users that spending money to upgrade a perfectly functional pump system is more beneficial in the long run so what what would you say your kind of take is on that
1: yeah I, I think uh well first of all we, we need to see how we work in our own companies right um because it, it may be similar to how our customers are working with right so if we see uh in in any company if you have like a high operational cost identify um you will be always looking to control that and to try to reduce right even uh, it may require to, to have some uh, additional investment, right. Um, but the the real problem here comes when that operational cost related with maybe maintaining cost of the pump or uh, a kind of water losses or additional energy consumption is not relevant itself for the company controlling teams, for example, right. Uh, that turn this cost into a, a ghost waste, right. So uh in, in this in this sense, we, we try to work together with our customers to support them on on trying to identify those improvement potentials that, uh, that um, can uh, create to them on medium term kind of uh, cost savings, okay, against uh, new investments and trying to put all together, right. Um, we know that uh, many small cost savings in a company, uh, means finally important cost save it uh, but we also know that sometimes uh, the problem here is that it's not easy uh, to collect all these potentials and, and build up uh, together right so we are always ready to to work and support our customers on this on this work and and especially here in, in the european industry right where i don't where we think that we cannot allow ourselves uh, to run otherwise than in a, in a very Um, competitive uh, effective and sustainable uh, way right
0: yeah no definitely um i think that's really interesting and i think as well one of the you know questions that i'd like to find out is how does this vary through the different sectors you know if at all so how would this vary between let's say the water sector or you know the oil and gas sector
1: yeah, yes, uh, it, it varies a lot. Uh, not just between uh, different sectors, but also between companies itself, right? Um, for example, if we if we talk about the water sector, uh, I think even if if being uh, water a uh, limited resources uh, already, or it will be very soon in some places, uh, you find uh, from one side uh, how maybe big uh, water companies are working a lot in both, uh, I don't know, energy efficiency or water leaks control or even pump mon- monitoring system, right? But at the same time, you have the, the irrigation sector uh, where, well, well, as, as, as a sector example, I would say, uh, there, is there. there is lots of things to do there. Lots of progress needs to be done to uh, show them that uh, this is something that they need to apply as other sectors are already applying, right? um within the water sector we have also the salination sector okay which maybe it's also a good reference here since they cannot uh live without taking into account the energy consumption or, or the water losses that they they have in the process right um if we move to uh, industry well industry is very general uh, sector I would say uh, we can find also some industries with very good excellence practices uh, with pumps. But uh, we can also see lots of uh, other uh, industries, other factories where pumps are something that uh, sometimes, somehow, some someone was uh, installing somewhere there. Uh, we and, and for them, the, the single aim is just to keep running uh, without taking any additional time from the operational teams, right? So in this kind of industry, you see, uh, time to time how suddenly the urgencies uh, uh, come and, and, and then there is no other way to to replace that pump uh, very quickly or implement some kind of uh, fast uh, kind of repair uh, because at that moment there is just a single time uh, uh, which is to to, pro- to avoid production stops right um, so yeah vary a, lot of, a lot between companies and sectors
0: yeah yeah and and just ask curiosity, which sector would you say is most demanding in terms of, you know, the power and energy that it would need in order to function correctly? Would you say that water is an industry that is more energy demanding or would you say the oil and gas industry is? What would be your opinion on that?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, we as, as a pump manufacturer we're more focused on, on uh, general industry or water sector more than oil and gas. Um, where the, the energy consumption is important, we are also in many different kind of energy plants. Where again, as uh, as they are energy uh, generation uh, uh, actives or, or or companies, they always take a look on on energy consumption in their uh, equipments as well, right? Um, I will say water is is a sector where they are taking more and more. Um, Mm, attention on the on the energy analysis Uh, now trying to uh, connect uh, even more the the renewable energy sources with the the water uh, treatment processes right but uh, this is something to come they they have started trying to uh, to work and and to generate some kind of relation direct relation Uh, so i can expect on the oncoming years to see how uh, water treatment sectors uh, see how they must invest on, on also renewable generation systems okay great and
0: and what does the future hold for the pumps industry um, and i think more importantly the steps that we can take to to manage it
1: yeah uh, well in the Mika we always say that uh, that uh, future will will be always uncertain uh, and that's why uh, as our legacy has uh, so us, we must always be ready to adapt uh, for, for a new scenario, right? But, uh, but while trying to think about how it's going to be that, that future, uh, in emika for example, we try not just to keep, uh, to keep us uh, busy on, on, on our customer pumps concerns, but also we try to support them on what we think it, they, it will be their future problems, right? Um, sometimes even if they are not 100% aware of them, uh, right? So uh, for us, having a very reliable and robust pumps with um, long lifetime and high efficiency and even our, our manufacturing options is, is great, but we know that uh, uh, our customer will still have uh, some more uh, challenges uh, one, once the climate change goes forward and, and, and we will see those water and energy uh, problems, right, uh, in our daily basis. So uh, somehow we also see ourselves responsible of, of part of their uh, water and energy consumption since we have uh, supplied them our, our pumps, our equipment, right, and that's why we, we are working uh, to develop um, a kind of renewable systems uh, related to their uh, pump consumption, right. Uh, and we are also thinking how, from that approach, we can uh, even improve the, the water use, right? So we believe that uh, we must assume that the energy, uh, in general, uh, must be generated close to the consumption point, OK? Uh, also, with kind of energy storage capacity just behind that consumption. And that means that uh, those kind of local energy generation systems must be adapted to each customer needs, right? And um, and in this in in, in this uh, case, as we know how are our, our customer needs, we are in a good position to help them also on this kind of of uh, energy generation uh, system. Right? Um, nowadays, uh, uh, we can tell you that uh, we are ready uh, to offer our customer uh, kind of uh, solar PV systems with thirty uh, percent of increase in the efficiency energy uh, generation efficiency against um, the current uh, solar standard PV systems, okay, but also with the capability to avoid about 30% of the current water evaporation losses that uh, they may have on their water reservoirs, right. So, as I told you before, um, we believe that uh, we must align our strategies with uh, sustainable profitable strategies. And not limiting ourselves to to have a, a nice pumping solution, but uh, effective customer needs based solutions, including uh, I will say anything re- related with the with the pumping pumping environment.
0: Yeah, great. Um, okay, I think that's you know that's really interesting and and some key things to take away um, from the conversation. So thank you so much, John, um, for taking part. And hopefully, you know, we can speak soon and, and hope for the best in the future.
1: OK, thank you very much, Bill, for all your work in the, in the pump industry and, and hopefully we'll be in contact uh, soon. Thank you.
0: Cheers, John. So that was my CM Conversations episode with John Anders, the Manager and Director of Emica Pump's. I'd like to thank John for his time and insight and I'll be looking forward to seeing how Emeka expands its brand and offering over the coming years. If you enjoyed this conversation, you may also like an article I've written called Pumped Could Save the World Again. This discusses the issues of sustainability and energy efficiency and shares insights on some of the companies at the heart of solving the problem. Go to www.searchingindustrial.com and have a read. For more podcasts like this about the markets Charlton Morris serve, please subscribe to CM Conversations. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Will Brockbank, and bye for now.